G'day guys, we are here talking trogots. I was going to yeah. say gits, but we are talking uh, gits. We are, oh yeah, we yeah. Are talking, but we're talking the big gits. We're talking the, the big gits, the, the smelly gits, the regenerating the bestest, gits. The bestest gits. With, <laughs> Look, I've got my Bad Moon shirt on uh, that was given to me by one of the friends of the channel. Uh, so represent, thanks, Ken. But we are here with the trog boss himself, uh, Stuart, and we're going to talk about the new white dwarf rules. So um, Stu and I were talking about this before we kicked off that uh, we recorded a video all about talking trogoths a few months ago. I think it was about yeah. May, May yeah, 2019, right. just before General's yeah. Handbook. And never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that I would see, look, squig rules came out and I'm like, yeah, cool. Squigs are pretty popular, brand new models. Uh, they need a bit of love. Cool. Squigs. Yep. I can get some extra rules. But never did I ever think that we would see additional rules for the Trogoths. And I'm excited to talk to you. It's White Dwarf. Was it four, five, four, seven? Four, I've got it here. Four, five, seven. Got Don't that one. Stupid robot thing on. So we were talking about this a little bit earlier. So Games Workshop has been bringing out these celestial tomes, which is essentially some additional rules sitting in White Dwarf that are match play legal. Uh, yes. And that has been clarified in Games Workshop's communications recently. So uh, at least for this competitive year, um, until the next General's Handbook, and who knows, maybe it'll be integrated into the General's Handbook. Maybe it'll be re-released in a new battle tome for Gits, whatever that might look like. We have new rules for Trogoths, which is pretty awesome. So, Stu, yep. before I kind of get into the rules, do you want to tell me what your take is and uh, do you like it? Definitely, definitely. Um, Sent around some stupid Trog called Glog. But, um, yeah, definitely it's it's very – I think they're, they're trying to sort of, as, as, as we mentioned beforehand, these um, term Celestials, I think it's sort of Games Workshop sort of acknowledging certain – Battle tomes that are sort of falling behind the meta, or the, the meta, if you want to call it that. Um, and definitely, yeah, they're, they're bringing things along, but definitely these Glog mega, mega Mob abilities and rules, they're very, I think they've really given Trogs an extra level as such. Yeah, they're really, really cool. And Trogs have always been good, but they haven't always been awesome. Like, yeah. you haven't really seen the Trog off build take out a tournament, and they're probably not. Unless you're a really skilled general, they're probably not going to go there. But are they competitive? Are they great? Absolutely. Do they have the potential to have three wins, maybe even four wins? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I think this rule set definitely does put them certainly in the position to do three wins yeah. and four wins at yeah. a five-game tournament. Um, so I really like it. Uh, the rule set are called Glog's Mega Mob. Um, I don't know the law yet. The book isn't out yet in Australia. I'm sure there's some awesome rules about who this trog boss is all about. Uh, but there's some really sweet rules, some rules that I, I looked at that and went, wait a second, I get that in Hello Heart. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why are trogs getting Hello Heart rules? Uh, no, it's not It's not plus 10 spell casting, guys, before you jump the gun. No, yeah, it's definitely, yeah, there's, yeah, obviously we've had four, five, seven out for about a week now. Um, and um, there's a couple of snippets going around the internet, I think, beforehand. But, um, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a couple of pages, just a bit of backstory and obviously a bit more on Trogs themselves. Um, but yeah, there's a little bit of a, there's a Jess Bickham, who's the studio, Adrian Sigmar studio manager. Um, his, uh, his Trog army is uh, centered around Glog and it's really around his sort of army, I think. So it's more of 
bit a bit about his army and how he's gone about painting things. But uh, yeah, there's, there's some some sweet rules, some sweet rules. Cool. But now, like I like I mentioned, Stu and I did catch up about six months ago. Yes. So if you go to the YouTube channel and look at the playlist, you can find that video where we talked a, a lot more about Trogs and really broke down the Allegiance ability, the artifacts and the things. So we won't go into too much detail, but maybe at a very high level, Stu, why would somebody play Trogs and what do they bring to the table compared to, you know, the, the spiders, the squigs, the grots, the, yeah, the gargant? Yeah, so obviously, um, yeah, really, obviously, the Gleam Spike gets there's a, there's a number of sub factions within that book, as you mentioned, it's centered around Grots and, and the Squigs, and they're quite a bit of a horde army. Um, obviously, if you want to paint 120 Grots, be my guest, not for me. So, how many? Uh, probably, how many? You know, a, a lot more, probably, than that 120 uh, or more. Yeah, <laughs> uh, go up, up, up. Now, I'm, 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 uh, I'm happy with the Trogs, they're uh. So the, the new new sculpts that came out, and as as we touched on in the last video, you know that's what really drew me to the to the army. Really, uh, one of my uh, club mates, Nick Thompson, very into his squigs and his his uh, his, his, his grots. So I really do want to go the same sort of route. So yeah, the, the the new sculpts drew me to them, and it's more of an elite army. There's you know you don't get many models for your two thousand points. Um, they have had a bit of love in the GHB. The Trog boss has come down, you know, we've had the Rockets and the Fellwater, so they're the main battle line. They've stayed the same, but a number of Dan Cold Trogoths have come down and, and we've had a bit of love in regards to points drops. Um, but yeah, it's it's really, um, they hit hard. They're a melee-focused army. They want to get in your face, smash you over the head and walk off. Yeah. So yeah, so it's, it's really, if you like a bit of combat, then that's the army for you, really. And the cool thing under the Gloom Spike Gits Allegiance is you can go 100% Trog. You could go 50-50. Yeah. You could kind of have a little component of, of Trogs and um, have Gits or Spiders or Squigs. Uh, yeah. However, the rules that we're literally about to bring up and start talking about really rewards you. And it, it doesn't mean that you can't take your Squigs or your Spiders, no. but it's going to really kind of supercharge your Trog. So it kind of does reward you to go 90% if not a hundred percent in uh in the yeah, in the trog the trog, trog yes yeah. yeah yeah definitely so, yeah. um and just to just to kind of reinforce these are absolutely for match play so yes. despite not being in the general's handbook um anything that that is published after the general's handbook so this book uh is as an example the squig rules in white dwarf because they have been published after the general's handbook they are included in the current season of match play now, yeah. what that looks like in, I guess, nine months' time when the next journal's handbook comes out, we don't know yet. But know that in the competitive season, these are 100% legal for match play. Yeah, definitely, yeah. There's a, there a bit of uh, there's a bit of an R in whether that was, whether that was uh, legal or not. A um, few people were saying, no, you have to ask TOs and things. But then what? Yeah, Games Workshop then came out and said, no, these are match play legal. And they've actually done an FAQ and listed the publications yeah, so that nah, awesome and and big shout out as well to Reflex Dog Training, who's uh just give me a little donation. So much love, brother. Thank you very much. Uh, really do appreciate that. Let's talk, let's talk some trolls. Let's bring up the rules okay. and let's bring up some rules. And we'll start off with the general allegiance. And I did mention earlier that um, we already did talk a lot about this, but maybe I'll specifically talk about the the glogged mega mob, um, in regards to 
has the git's allegiance changed or do you get any additional stuff or how do these rules work when it comes to the allegiance abilities and then we'll bring up yep. those rules yeah yeah there is yeah so basically with the uh as mentioned in the white dwarf four five seven so when you're a gloom spite army you can have you can have these glogs mega mob so you get the glogs mega mega mob abilities and rules plus your allegiance abilities and, and battle traits as well you know as they are standard now so one of the big things obviously the the bad moon so the bad moon um you get obviously all the standard fangs of the bad moon bad light bad moon magic which obviously if you want to go back and look at the video previously we go into a bit more depth but really for the um trogs there's a thing called trogoth renewal so in every hero phase um every unit of trog previously you roll a dice and on a four up you heal d3 wounds um and under the light of the bad moon if you're in a, in a, in a corner of the bad moon if you roll the four up, you can double you. You can double your wounds if you if you roll that four up. So, so your da so dank hold, your fell water, and your wounds. rock guts yes. uh, yep. all heal D three wounds on a four plus, uh, and that's yes. doubled. That doesn't double. And I learned this the hard way that uh, the Trogoth Hag, which is a Forge World model, that is a part of the Allegiance. So you can bring in your trope, your Trogoth Hag, but yep. you can't double. No, that ability no. because it's not trogoth renewal it's not a regeneration it's yeah. a completely different rule set on the war scroll so i right. thought really excitedly oh man i can <laughs> under the bad moon i could get like i can heal two wounds no 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 unfortunately uh, not no no See, that's a, that's a bit of a bit of a sad face but no that yeah she she doesn't get the, tro the trogoth renewal uh ability unfortunately but she but, does uh, but she does benefit from these rules so she is she going does, to benefit yeah. from the mega mob rules yes she does yeah so we'll talk about her in a, in a in a bit but yeah so with these glog mega mob rules the first one the first ability is monstrous regeneration so this um allows you to add one to the dice roll so instead of a four up it's now a three up so um you know countless times i've rolled threes and you know just wish i'd oh, come on get that four but the plus one is amazing because it's in the hero phase. So yeah, okay, you're having to, you know, you you have to weather a uh, enemy hero phase or your spells, an enemy shooting phase, possibly an enemy combat phase. So unfortunately, it's not like every phase, but the plus one to get a three up is is great, and especially under the like the bad moon, if you're in that dire situation where you think, oh, I really need that unit to stay around and heal a few wounds just so they're sticking around that three up is is, is, a, is a real game changer what what i always love about the the trogs and regardless if you take fell i'm a big fan of fell water i love their oh, vomit yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh big fan of the vomit especially because i'm a gets i mostly play the grots and yeah. i love being able to vomit over the line of my my wall of grots uh doing some crazy damage but still protecting them with my goblins with their nets so i'm not a hundred percent into my trogs i'm certainly more of a, a mixed build but looking at these rules our pre and based on our previous discussion i could see how a full trog list would really not only be fun but actually competitive now because there is some pretty crazy rules yeah, that are going to make you stand and and really stay on the table for a long time right yeah you're yeah, not going to get a horde of bodies but right. you will be able to sit on an objective and just take damage take damage while you keep scoring yeah that's the thing well, i mean as i say with this with this plus one so you always say now you're healing on the three up you know that's 
as I, as I mentioned, the Trogs are an elite army, so you're not getting many units for your 2,000 points. So you really want to, if, you, if you're losing them, you're on a back foot straight away. So you really need to stick around. So that's three up to get heals in the in hero phase, you know, coupled with Rock Gut, Trogos, five up Shrug Save. You know, they, you know as you say, you stand on a, on a uh, objective, you know, they're going to be sticking around for a while. The other rule, obviously, is you get the additional command point by having a general underline of the Bad Moon. So Yes. Yeah, um, so, yeah, you get, yeah, uh, under the Bad Moon, you get a, a command point for um, the Trog Boss. So um, he gets an extra command point when he's under the Bad Moon. So uh, Trogs are quite, see well, I suppose Grots uh, and Gits, they're quite CP hungry, Trogs. So you really need to try and stack them CPs quite early on. Quite early on. And I think as we go through the rules, these they're really going to get them CPs to help out. Everything else doesn't really help, you know. Your um, uh, the, the 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 plus one to cast for wizards there is no, very specific. not really. No, there's, yeah, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a couple of things. I mean, in my list, I run a couple of fungoid cave shamans. So um, so yeah, under plus one that they do help for those. But yeah, trogs are there's only two really. So trogs, yeah, not really. Lots of wizards around, but um, if you're in a pickle, then you really. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, obviously, your, your Trogoth Hag is a is a wizard, yeah. so you'll get yeah, your plus yeah, one, yeah. you'll get your what plus one to cast there. But otherwise, there's some other things that are very specific to spiders, some very specific yeah, yeah. to twigs, yeah. some specific things to grot. So if you do a mixed faction, absolutely take advantage of that. But for for trog trogs, uh, not huge. But this no. is where the game really changes for me. When I looked Definitely. at this, when I looked at these rules, I couldn't believe that trogs were getting these rules. I'm like. This is this is baller. This is absolute yeah. baller, and I think next tournament uh, we're going to see a whole bunch of trogs. So this is Glog's Mega Mob. These are again rules that are coming in from White Dwarf. They are match play legal, and they really does encompass everything from trogs, both Forge World and your uh, your book. And they are in addition to the rules that you get in Gloomspite Git. So it's not yeah. Battle Tome versus White Dwarf. No, it no. is both. Now, there is yeah. there, the, your Loon Shrine does make you choose between the two, but basically you're getting extra rules here as opposed to an optional set. Yeah. With with the Loon Shrine, which we'll probably touch on in a bit, it does, it does mention that you don't have to run these rules. You can have – so the Loon Shrine has this – has a new ability called hid, Hidden Drug Holes, uh, which, we'll, which we'll go on, but – yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk, don't, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't open no, Christmas gonna... presents, EA. <laughs> Come on, like let's 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 talk about these rules first. Bit, on, <laughs> I know, like like just let's just like let's build anticipation. Uh, build anticipation here. So let's talk about the first rule. So we've got monstrous regeneration. So you yeah. add one to the dice roll to determine if you're basically going to a heal. So um, the regeneration ability is sitting on the war scroll. Uh, so basically, your uh, your battle line or your general troop, uh, tr so heroes get it as well, except for the heroes except get it as well. Yeah, so it's basically the troll hag. Yeah, the, the, the troll. The only thing that doesn't get it is the troll hag. So yeah, trog bosses, dankhold trogoths, fell waters, rock guts, uh, molog. If you see him wandering around the dankhold on on a battlefield, maybe yeah, he's one uh, of your lists. Maybe he's well, one of your lists. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, everyone gets the plus one to to uh, heal. So everyone's everything's now healing on the three up. 
So basically, you've got more consistency. Instead of it being a 50-50, it is a 66% chance that you are going to be healing D3 wounds in your... Uh, and you roll the 4-plus or the 3-plus per yeah. unit. It's not a yeah. roll it once and everyone gets no. it. It's on an individual level. So, you, you know, you can roll them one, ones, and, well, ones and twos now. Obviously, it was one, twos and threes, but ones and twos. And, you know, sometimes they, they roll that. But three up, I'd rather have a three up chance than a four up chance. It's, and and those, those rules are not going to regenerate a, um, a model. So if you do lose a troll, uh, yeah, for example, yeah. it doesn't bring one back to life. It's not like Emerald Life Swarm. Uh, but what it will do is if you've got a trog on one or two wounds, you're going to be able to bring it back up to full strength, which yeah. to me is brilliant. Uh, it's going to yeah. keep your heroes uh, around a lot longer. Uh, it, may, it might mean that you can test the objective a little longer. It might mean that um, there's a whole bunch of things, but either way, uh, an additional uh, D3 wounds into each of your units is pretty sweet because they're also hard to take down as well, and we'll get to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. They're not easy to take down. No. No, yeah, four, four wounds, but I say you've got Fell Waters and minus one to hit. Rock Guts have got a Shrug Save. Yeah, they're, they're tough to go through. So This one for me is just like, What? What? <laughs> so the command ability here, so you can use this command ability in your hero phase if you do so. And this is why the under being underlined of the bad moon is yeah. really helpful. You do want to have a bunch of command points. But in your hero phase, basically, uh, you can use this command ability. If so, pick one friendly um, Glog, Mega Mob, Fellwater, Trogoth, or the Rock Guts. So yeah. not your dank hold, uh, not no. your dank hold. It's your Fellwater or your Rock Guts. Yeah, basically your battle line, battle line units, yeah. Uh, that are wholly within 12 inches of a friendly Glogs Mega Mob Dank Hold hero. Yes. That's a mouthful. <laughs> Until your next hero phase, each time that unit is affected by a spell or an endless spell, you can roll a dice. Can is important because yeah. it means that you don't have to. So no. if, if you if you cast Mystic Shield on your unit, if you cast a buff on your unit, you don't have to roll the, the dice. It's an optional rule. But if you do so on a four plus, the unit is going to ignore the spell or endless spell to that unit. So if your opponent casts a negative spell, a damage dealing spell, a debuff spell, if someone throws Geminids at you, if someone tries to throw uh, yeah, any type of endless spell on a four plus, you can ignore it. Now, yes. am I overhyping this or is this awesome? I think this is this is awesome. This is really awesome, especially at the moment. I don't know how it is over in Australia. The UK meta meta again in this is um you know you've seen seraphon you've seen croak croaknados but throwing out spells after spells techless is coming to the table nagash you know all these spell wizards that are automatically casting spells and have to roll in dice you know they're just throwing out spells and as a, as a trog beforehand you know you'd, you'd see your, your your boss or your units just be obliterated off the board before you even get to go um, this is amazing. As this is built already built into the Dankhold Trog boss, so he, he already has this rule. But to give it to felt to battleline units, fell waters, and rockets, they're going to make up the majority of your of your army anyway. Just walking along, you know, techless, uh, you know, spell well, four up. No, see you later. No croak. Nope. See you later. And it's just it's just an extra line of defense. You know, as you say, you got that minus one to hit on foul waters, the five up shrug on the on the rock guts, but just a they they're parted. They obviously they're sub, they're subjective to spells and shooting, but having a, a spell defense 
is amazing. And it's sort of, you know, it's quite narrative as well because they're quite idiotic and they're like, oh, you know, flesh wounds and your arms have been chopped off and legs have been chopped off and they regrow. And it's just like, who cares? We just wander down the, wander down the battlefield and we'll just come and smash your face in. Basically. It's like Monty Python and the Black Knight. It's like, tis but a scratch and his arms are being <laughs> cut off. But it's just like, you want to fight me? Still trying to fight. And uh, one of the best movies, by the yeah. way, Monty Python and the Holy <laughs> Grail. But to me, where I love this as well is, um, so you're right, when it comes to your your units, they often take the most damage from mortal yeah. wounds because a lot of them do have a natural minus one to hit. They are very combat. They do generate. So when they die, it's often to mortal wounds. This gives you a really good uh, buff, especially because most people are putting out mortal wounds via spells. But what I also like about this is you can ignore spell effects. So things like the bullfight Taurus, if someone tries to make you fight last, if someone tries to give you a debuff to a um, to bravery and try to make yeah. you run away, if um, someone puts down something like the Rat Trap, the, uh, the Skaven Warp Lightning Vortex, that makes you slow down if you're within range of the endless spell. Yeah. On that 4+, plus, you can ignore it, and instead of yeah. halving your movement, you could just walk through it no problem so despite not having a lot of spell casters and get rid of endless spells you can just straight up ignore the the rules which i think is pretty sweet yeah it's definitely i mean as i say it's that it's that also endless spells so as you say the, the taurus you know gemma needs minus one to hit minus one attacks you know if you're if you really need to go and punch something in the face you know and you're minus one to hit you know you you're rolling fours on a four up no you're not you're going to go and smash it to smithereens so yeah just walk yeah it's it's um this this ability is, is great okay it's it gives you as i mentioned it's quite it's quite quite cp hungry so there's a there's a uh the trog boss command ability which allows you to re-roll once to hit within 18 wholly within 18 so it's quite a large area so you guys really think right I've got one command. I've got my obviously command points. Do I use it for this? Do I use it for rerolls once to hit? Because we're in combat, you know, or do I need to keep some back for battle shock? It's so it's starting to give you something to think about. But yeah, this this command, this oblivious to sorcery, is is really I think at the moment, especially in the UK, is is, is a real game changer. Australia is no different. I imagine the uh, America and most countries are no different. If not, I mean, look, Nagash is kind of dropping off the table yeah, yeah. and we're kind of seeing Catacross come back, but we are seeing certainly Techless, uh, the Lord of Change. We're seeing uh, Lord Croak, uh, very spell orientated. But at the same time as well, because of that, a lot of armies are dropping their wizards because if you've only got a minor wizard, you're not yeah, getting yeah, yeah. bonuses to cast. But that's good because then you don't have to spend all your CP. But long story short, if you are fighting one of these magic heavy armies, have a couple of command points up your sleeve. Maybe you don't yeah. spend them in the first turn. And when you start getting in spell casting range, boom, you've got some pretty sweet uh, abilities to nullify or ignore spells. Speaking of CPs, uh, we, we talked about you're having your general under the light of the bad moon, which is the allegiance ability that gives you one CP. But yes. we've also got your general's command trait, which is the shepherd of the idiotic destruction. Yep. Love that. Uh, <laughs> if the general is part of your army and it's on the battlefield, at the start of the hero phase, roll a dice on a four plus, you generate one command point. By the way, I'm getting a lot of love by for the Trogoth hag. The, the Trogoth oh, yeah, yeah. I fell in love with her watching Warhammer Heat. <laughs> I think Heat 2, um, like back in the day, and I was like, this is the best. I want to send my army around the truck of Hag. Now we've just supercharged it. But you're getting an extra command point uh, on a 4+. plus. Yep, yep. Again, as I say, CP hungry. So any all command points are welcome in this army. 
So with the Shepherd of Idiotic Destruction, it's uh, it's sort of it's great, but then it's sort of it's it takes away. So my my Trog boss is quite a, sort of a, it's a threat piece. So I have a uh, command trait. There's, there's a couple of discussions in the Trog Trog uh, WhatsApp group. Of there's two standout ones in the Gloom Spike Gits book. There's there's Loon Skin, and there's Mighty Blow. Iron Mighty Blow for the threat piece because he allows you to re-roll damage. So when you roll, you've got four attacks and you you roll you know crap damage rolls like twos and threes. You can re-roll them to get like fives and sixes. But there's there's Loon Skin. So Loon Skin makes the Trog Boss automatically counters under the under the moon where wherever he, the moon is on the board or wherever he's on the board. So it's automatic. So basically, it's just a massive moon. So he automatically gets a command point. So by taking the Shepherd of Idiotic Destruction, it's going from an automatic command point to uh, you having to roll a four up to get it. But in other but if you turn it around, the moon doesn't come on until turn two. Minimum. If you like, if you like me, it doesn't come on until turn four sometimes. <laughs> So even when, even when even when you've got Scragger at the Loon King, you're like, no, nah, I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold. <laughs> Boom. Turn four. You're like, okay, I'm gonna use my CP. I want it. Yeah. So, or like me, if you roll two sixes, it's gone by turn three. <laughs> so, um, but so, but this one here, the Shepherd of Idiotic Destruction, turn one. If you roll a four up, you've got a command point straight away. So obviously you've got the one for the turn and and one for you know one for this this one. So you want two. So you have not having to wait till turn two. You've, you've, you've got them straight away in, in, in your bag. So so in, in that case, getting it turn one, it's great. But having to roll a four up, it's a bit of a bit of a nerf from the loon skin. So I, I will say though that the loon skin does force you to have the dank hold trogoth as your general. Yes. While if if you're and, and this is the problem for me, is that I've always loved the troll hag. Um, because she has like what 12 wounds or 14 wounds, I remember she had something 16 wounds, maybe 16 wounds. Um, and she regenerates d6 wounds a hero phase. Um, so for me, like if I'm looking for this survivable tank, um, she's not the greatest in combat, she's good at vomiting and does some good damage, but she's certainly no massive beat stick. So, yeah. For me, I've always built around her, and she's never been able to tap into that loon skin because she's uh, that yeah. dank hold. So if you go down the uh, the Trogoth Hag route, boom, you've got yourself a pretty sweet uh, idiotic destruction shepherd. If yeah, you want to tap, yeah, if, if if you're kind of going down the the dank hold route, you've you're sacrificed it because this is your this is this has to be your command trait. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, got, it's gone from having a Trog boss who a lot of people don't say is. is you know, he's going to go to a support hero. So, you know, you sort of try and keep him at the back out of trouble, you know, buffing your fell waters, your rock guts, getting them command points. Um, so, yeah, he's more going from support hero to more from a threat hero, you know, unit I, I run him as to more of a support hero helping your army out. Yeah, so you've got a couple of options, but know that if you were uh, using Loonskin or any of those six command traits, you are sacrificing them. But yep. in most of the time, I think it's a, a pretty good trade-off when you look at what yeah, you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a, a, quite a generous trade-off. And then finally, you've got your artifact of power. So your first artifact allocation, obviously, if you take the battalion, and there is a battalion that comes yes. with these rules, which is pretty cool. 
but uh, your first artifact is going to come through the Aether Quartz studded hide. So uh, this goes on a hero, obviously. Uh, roll a dice for each time you allocate uh, a mortal wound to the bearer. On a five plus, that mortal wound is negated. Yes, yeah. So Aether Quartz studded hide. So when you read that, it's, a, it's yeah, you must give it to the, the first Trogoth hero. So you, you can't skip around this artifact. It has to be taken. So, yeah, it's it's uh, on a five up the mortal wounds negate. So, obviously, it would have been better, obviously, if it negated a wound on a five up as well as a mortal wound. Um, but there's a uh, artifact in the Gloom Spike Gits book for for dank uh, trog bosses called Glowy House It. So, yes. that's the one I, I use, uh, which is on a four up, it ignores wounds and mortal wounds. Um, the only downside to that is if you roll a one, you eat it because it's so shiny and it looks yummy. So, yeah, so and the amount of times that uh, you roll a one, uh, and it goes, you know, first turn, first wound, it's gone the whole battle. Um, so, yeah, we've, we've got a couple we've got, in the again in the in the trog WhatsApp. We've got a bit of a, a bet on at the moment. Peter Atkinson. Um, I don't know if you know Peter. He's uh, going to be running um, the, the glowy house it on his boss. And uh, whoever gets closest to how many passes he does on the four up, he's going to send some Tim Tams. So, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a good trade off, I think. So, uh, but yeah, but I think this is a bit of a down, a, a bit of a, yeah, you must take it. So, you must go on the first boss before first Trogoth hero. So, again, you're either doubling up on Trog bosses or you're taking a Trog boss and a Trog hag. Um, or, you know, you have to take it on the Trog boss. So there's one, there's ways to get around it. There's ways to get the Aether Court Studded Hide and the Glowy House it. Um, and it, again, if you put it on the Dank Dame, again, it's given her an extra line of defense. You know, she's she's got yes, she's got 16 wounds. Um, you know, you can give her the oblivious of sorcery, so she's ignoring magic on a four up, and then also you're giving her a five up mortal wound save. So again, she's just that massive tank that's just gonna hold units there. And, and yeah, she might not do damage, but you know, she's just holding units there while you move into, you know, you move around the board, getting objectives, uh, and yeah. So it's, it's. I, th I think this is a real plus for the for the, for the troll hag. Stick it on the troll hag, and she's. That's that's what I'm thinking, and then the bonus with the troll hag as well is that um, if she dispels a spell uh, once per hero phase, if you roll a four plus, you actually deal damage back to your yeah. opponent. So yeah. uh, if you do get a spell cast through it, and then um, you know you can still shrug it, but yeah. if you don't shrug it, and you you know like this, like basically uh, it just does make that general super survival. But yeah, you're right. right. If you were currently building around a dank hold troll boss hero, you are losing out on the glowy house it unless you take a battalion so yeah. funnily enough that kind of always leads us to exactly oh before we get to that actually that the, the loon shrine so what's really cool is um under the book under the the gloom spike kids book you've only ever really been able to bring back um grots which yeah. has been a real shame because for most people like a trog a trog uh, player for a squig player there's been no real benefit on taking a loon shrine other than no. maybe some cover in turn one like hide your heroes behind it <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like the only bonus but now the squigs have actually got some rules and now what they've done is they've said that you can basically swap out the loon shrine same model, but the rules change, and now at the end of each turn, you can pick one friendly Fellwater Trogoth or Rockgut Trogoths uh, that have been destroyed. 
And then if you do so, uh, you roll a dice on a four plus, half of the models from that unit will come back. So a unit of, of five would come back to, to three because you round up. Uh, Ten would come back to five, basically, and you set them up uh, wholly within 12 of the Loon Shrine. So basically it's it's essentially it's reinforcements. More people are coming out of the cave, and uh, they've got to be within, uh, outside of three inches from an enemy unit. Once that unit's been destroyed, you can't bring it back. So ten can't go to five, can't go no. to three. Uh, but it does mean that if you've got five units, each of them has the opportunity to come back once. This is massive. This is massive for me. So as you, as you mentioned, Grotz have, have had it, and then obviously Squiggs have got it. But yeah, this this is amazing. As as I say, it's the Trogs are an elite army, so you're not getting many units for your two thousand points. So when you know when you are losing units, you you start to you're on the back foot. You know you're trying to fight a losing battle effectively. So getting units back on a as I mentioned on a four up, you know you're replacing half half unit so for me there's you know there's you could send a, get a big bully unit and say nine trogs nine rock got trogs launch them forward and the enemy's got to deal with them otherwise they're going to come and smash your face in you know they, they've got to deal with them and then i'm getting i'm getting five back if i roll that four up so you know you know you can put you you get them there you you put oblivious of sorcery on you hand a gork them, yeah. let them do them. If they if they die, you're not you're not worried. You're not losing that 420 point unit. You're not worried about it. You, you know you're going to get some back. So, so yeah. So this is absolutely amazing. This is probably the best. I think it's a real game changer for Trogs as well. You know you're still getting the uh, immune to battle shock within 12, holy within 12. So you're not losing that. It's it's an addition. So you got you know you bring them back, and if if you Close, if enemies close to you, you know, you can you still battleshock immune. So if you do lose a couple more, but yeah, this is this is absolutely amazing. And then, as I say, you know, some people in the chat are mentioning the troll hag. <laughs> I was I was, was going <laughs> to suddenly suddenly acknowledge it in the chat, um, yeah. but let's let's bring that up. So yeah, um, first off, really cool. I think as a troll player or a trog player. I think it's awesome to be able to bring them back. Realistically, if I had, let's say, five units of uh, Fellwater, uh, the likelihood of me bringing back five is probably slim to none yeah. because, one, they're not a unit of, I don't know, Squig Herd. They're not going to die likely in one round of combat. Um, they're, they're quite a hard to take down. So, uh, look, I would, I would go into a battle... Um, probably expecting one, maybe two at most coming back because first you've got to lose it, then you've got to bring them back. Um, yeah. So I would, you know, this essentially could be up to, what, 300 points for free depending on how the game goes. Um, and you do have to be outside of three inches from an enemy. So if you do get uh, a turn one charge from, let's say, uh, Beast Claw Raiders or yeah. your, uh, Iron Jaws, yeah. um, the challenge is, is that, yes, they might do, um, you know, more damage early, but they're likely to surround the um, the Loon Shrine. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to bring them back. So I would go in thinking one to two at most would be how much I'd likely bring. But then there's this this little technicality we might have found. And oh, yeah. um, to, to Cold Shoulders comment in the chat is that um, traditionally we don't see a lot of FAQs for these types of battalions no. or these rules. And that becomes important because... The troll hag has the fell water trogoth keywords 
So there's a lot of discussion about this at the moment. And rules as written is the hag, as mentioned, as shown here, can on a four up come back from the loon shrine. So you send her up, you give her Vivis the sorcery, the five up, get to do, you know, hold up. If she dies on a four up, she's coming back. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. As, as I just want to try, again, I just want my phone to triple, triple check. I know I've looked at this five times. <laughs> and like, before I get recorded on the internet, I do want to triple, triple check it. Yes, it does have that fell water. Yes, yeah. it has the Trogoth. Because I thought, oh, wait a second, she's actually got Trogoth hag. I thought, oh, maybe that's a technicality that might stop us. No, it has Trogoth and it has Trogoth hag. So as rules is written, you round up when you bring it up. That's yeah. why I said when, you, when, when five die, it comes back to three. Um, so if you lose a hag, and if you, I was going to a tournament, I would clarify this. I would definitely, yes. maybe an FAQ will come out. Um, at rules as written, though, and this is not us being beardy despite no, this, this no. massive beard on my face. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> if you lost a hag, rules as written right now, you would get half a hag back, rounded that up, you've now got another hag as rules are written. If this changes in a few months' time, please don't at me. Uh, but as it currently stands, you bring back a hag. Definitely, yeah. So, yeah, as, yeah. If you go into the talk, I said it's clearly not intended. So rules no, is written no, yeah. is what it is. Rules intended, clearly not. Yeah, I think this is probably as a, as a forge world or a bit of a, a, a sort of a, um, a unit to themselves at the, at the moment. I think a lot of Games Workshop obviously they're not supporting forge world aren't supporting Age of Sigmar, forty you know forty cali do Hell's Heresy in the, the specialist games, but because it's such an old model. You know, it's been updated with obviously the Gloom Spike gets keywords and things like that. But I think it's an oversight, personally. Mm. I don't think, I think it's just like, well, we'll do these rules and I haven't checked. But rules is written. They, she can come back on a four up. It, I don't think it's intended. But if you're going to an event, you know, if you're lucky to go to an event in this current situation, I'd clarify with the TO and just say, look, you know, it is rules in, as written, but you know, I'd, I'd, I'd rather have, you know, your TOs say so. And if you're at the table with your opponent, don't just throw it out. You know, don't go, oh, she's dead. And he's going, yes, you killed it. Oh, by the way, she come back on a four up. Explain it beforehand. Just say, look, you know, this, this is the rule. It says Fellwater Trogoth. She's got the Fellwater Trogoth keywords on a four up. She can come back. So just make them aware. You know, it's great for gaming days down your, your local club with your mates. You know, here we go. Wait, you know, the Dunk Dame's back. But yeah, if you're going to an event, don't just be, you know, I'm not, I'm not that kind of play. I'm not going to spring it upon someone and go, oh, actually, she's not actually dead. Here she is. That is so, a feel bad because she she does yeah. take a lot of damage. And yeah. then the opponent would be relieved that they take down this 400-point hero and then actually you bring it back on a four-plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing you bring back. Uh, and as Jared said in the chat as well, it's clearly not the Trogoth hag, but it's her angry sister that's now come out of the, uh, out of the <laughs> hole. Uh, yeah. But also there's some really cool ideas co coming from conversions as well. Maybe you want to convert your Loon Shrine to be more Trog-like, to be more Trog-Lair. Um, I think this gives you a really cool opportunity to go to town uh, with this model as well because the rules support it, unlike previously where it's just, eh, eh like a Battleshock immunity for turn one, so yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, now you've yeah. actually got a really good reason to bring yourself a, a, a Loon Shrine. Yeah, with the, with, the, with the Loon Shrine beforehand, you know, Pete, you, 
you usually be, you know, you usually have like seven, eight drops. People would make it go first. And because you want to get in combat, you're running off. You're not in, you're not in that, you know, that uh, Loon Shrine 12-inch bubble. So it never really applied. You know, obviously, if someone wanted to sort of Alpha Strike, yeah, it was, it was okay. But, but bringing back tro Trogs on a Fora is, is really, really good. Really good. Yeah, as Christine said, make a make yourself a trog shrine, uh, make a shrine to the trog gods. Uh, how Gork, I, I don't know, I can't remember how Gorkamorcus uh, is seen uh, in the trog world. Uh, I know the spiders see it as a big egg in the sky. I know uh, everyone kind of sees it a little bit differently. So maybe yeah. there is your own way of making a trog shrine. Maybe yeah, you can make a make a bridge, make a bridge, and have, have like someone just towing it across the bridge, and then yeah, you, you troll hag comes up and asks for uh, for some for some some money for uh traipsing over the bridge the last thing you're going to get from your war your white dwarf rules and we will actually go through two lists as well that trog has yep. kind of put this all into practice in a minute but uh you do get a, a, a battalion which is pretty sweet as well so yep. uh this is in addition again to everything in your uh your bata battalion in your battle tome yeah yep. uh, so you've got the stomping mega mob uh and this to, to build a stomping mega mob, you must have a uh, a glog mega mob dank hold trog boss. You've got to you've yeah. got to have one. You then have three to nine of the glog mega mob uh, mega mob uh, dank hold <laughs> trog uh, fellwater trogoths, rock gut trogoths, and then zero to two ale guzzler gargans. This isn't the mega gargant. No. Uh, this isn't sons of behemoth. This is the Gargant, the Man Crusher that sits in your book. So you don't use the Man Crusher rules. No. You do use the Gargant rules in yeah. the Gloom Spike Gits book. Yeah. If you yeah. do so, if you take this battalion, it's 160 points. So it is a little bit chunky, uh, but it can be one drop. Uh, although if you took a, a Troll Hag, you are going two drops. Yes. But it could be a one drop list. Uh, and it does allow you, allow you to, uh, units from this battalion can retreat and still shoot or charge later in that turn. Yes, this is a mate. Yeah, again, this is great. The Stomping Mega Mob, funnily enough, this is the organization is exactly the same as a Trog Herd. Yeah. So in the Gloom Spike Gips book, the Gloom, the Trog Herd started at 180 points, which was absolutely stupid for what it did. Um, if you want to know what it did, we, you know, you can go back and look at the video that we did previously. Um, but this is, yeah, 160 points. So again, you're saving points. Um, it, it's exactly the same organization. So you need that dank hold Trog Boss, need the, you know, Pretty much, you use the fell waters and rockets in any combination, but that that one trap mines rule, this is really way into the fell waters. So if you go back to the, my uh, previous video, I'm quite heavily on the rockets for the survivability and just their punch with their rend two damage three, you know attacks. But this is really the fell waters. This is this is their time to shine in the moon. So as you say, you can retreat. You're not getting to get bogged down. You know, you're not getting clipped in either side. You can retreat and still shoot. Now, it's important to note that where it says still shoot, the rock at Trogoth does not have a shooting ability. The throwing rocks is, is basically an ability they have, but it's not a shooting attack. So you can't retreat and then throw your rock. That's not allowed. So it's really more for your fell waters. So the yeah, air there. Now, if you're in retreat, if you're in, in combat, you can retreat. You'll be still within six inch range for your vomit attacks. So you can so you can sort of you know retreat out, pepper your unit that you're in combat with, or even retreat off and pepper and shoot another another unit. You know, so it's and then you can still charge if you want to, or 
now you can back out, retreat, you can charge into something else. But yeah, just whittling down, not getting bogged down. As, as I say, it's an elite army. You don't want to be turn two, turn three, turn four in combat with one unit getting bogged down all the time. You can try, okay, I'm going to charge in, do some attacks, and then I can retreat onto, you know, retreat onto an objective or retreat over here and, and deal with this units trying to flank you or something like that so. well hopefully hopefully you've done enough damage to get rid of any screens that might be blocking off those juicy tasty heroes those buff pieces yeah. those you know wizard wagons and you know those centerpieces that are being protected by the bodies right so if you you can charge in vomit or do damage regardless if you do the fell water or the rock guts yeah. and then hopefully the next turn you might still be in combat with that that screen or that chaff unit but then you're able to again retreat from that and then hopefully because you've only got such a small unit you can retreat and get into a juicier target take yeah, down that yeah. five wound hero you know damage that um that chariot uh, war shrine that you know whatever might be sitting behind the line that hag queen yeah. maybe if you can get to it but regardless you know the I think you're right, but also I, I do see a lot of benefits for the rock guts by positioning themselves in better, uh, better spots for for combat, as yeah. opposed to being tied up in in chaff. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the it's the retreat and charge, but as I say, that that still shoot, that still shoot is is, is sort of really really good. As I say fell waters are a really really like sort of the winners on on that battalion, but you know especially because they've got four attacks as well. And they're more of like a horde unit, really, to go through hordes, whereas uh, the rock guts are more of you, you want to smash your big monstrous heroes or, you you know, your, your behemoths or something like that to get, you know, really want to punch something. But, yeah, yeah, rock guts as well, they're, they're good for this as well. You know, you're not getting stuck in. You know, with that nine rock gut unit I mentioned earlier on, you know, if they get in swamped, you, you know, they can retreat and, as you say, you know, turn around and then you know you're in the back lines and there's all your juicy heroes retreat out and then you straight into them or you know back, you know you can clip them in and then you start dividing your attacks to try and kill them first and you know they're probably providing something like a battle shock immunity for your big horde unit you know just get rid of them and burn them to smithereens before we get into your first list do you see a world where you take an ale guzzler gargant I struggled, although <laughs> when I did play Nathan Prescott at Adepticon, we did have a grot-on-grot grot action. And funnily enough, a random, a completely random draw, round five, it was Prescott versus myself, gets <laughs> on gets, and he did run a, a, an Ale Guzzler. Yeah. And it was all right. It was okay. Uh, I'm still not sold uh, because it's just inconsistent. It can trip over itself when it charges. Uh, it can pull out models from uh, from a unit, which is pretty yeah. handy to pull out that banner bearer, that that um, I was going to say catacross. No, yeah. the, the stupid yeah. little hero, <laughs> stupid little Lumineth and your OBR heroes in your units. But um, do you see yourself like without no, great, no, great like, great? yeah, it's it's one hundred six. They're one hundred sixty points. I think I believe they are still. Um, as I say, it's unfortunate that the the the, the man the uh, the man crushers weren't included but i think obviously games workshop aren't stupid and yeah they're gonna put these al guzzlers in but I, i'm not gonna see him nathan's a good friend and yeah he, he loves his he loves his al guzzlers but um for me yeah they're um not no not gonna be included. yeah you're, you're better <laughs> off putting an extra your points in an extra unit of rock guts or fell water and then they have the ability to come back uh yeah. on that four plus as well yeah so. yeah yeah, yeah. While, yeah. while the Gargans don't get any real benefits by no, being... No, no, they, no. They, in fact, there's no, there's no allegiance of rules. Like, none of the allegiance abilities no, impact no. your Gargant. No, no. They've been added there. They've been added into the into the battalion 
But yeah, they don't get any, you know, they don't get the, the plus one to heal. They don't get the, um, you know, the, the re regen through the Loon Shrine. You know, they don't get the Oblivious to Sorcery. There's, I don't see a, a reason. It's, to it's best ability is damage, and you've already got that in your Rock Guts and your yeah. Fell Water. So yeah. uh, to me, it's probably not the best. But, hey, if, you, if you're if you using them, uh, and obviously if, if you're building this for fun, then, uh, you know, ignore me. But from a competitive point of view, I probably wouldn't take it. Uh, I'd probably rather find some extra points to get myself a Mega Gargant uh, yeah. because they're not getting any natural benefits by being in my army anyway. Uh, so I might as well pull in uh, any of the three biggies because I am Destruction Army. Yeah. Let's talk okay. your first list. Uh, actually, yeah. before we get into that, any other final points that you want to make about the battalion? I think it's quite good. Like the squeaks, it is literally just picking up the squeak battalions that's already sitting in your book, but yeah. rebranding it. And um, uh, I, I like it. I think it's got some good uses, as you said, around Fellwater. I still think it's got a great use for your uh, your Rock Guts. Yeah. Uh, and it can make you one drop or two drop. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really it's really benefit for, drop, for low drops. So low drops are, uh, again, as I mentioned a bit earlier on, where you know, you're probably um, eight, seven, eight drops, nine, nine drops, and then people are out dropping you and making you go first all the time. So this is, and then the Trog, as I mentioned, the, you know, we'll, if you want to go and look at the video previously, the Trog herd, absolute waste of time for me. Um, so this is a real benefit to the army. It, it's, it synergizes quite well with, I say, the fell waters, and it's bringing them drops down. So now I'm now I'm going. You know, I have the option to say well, I'm going to go first or I'm going to go second. You know, go for that double turn. You know, that's and yeah, it's, it gives you an extra CP as well. So obviously gives you an extra artifact. So yeah, so I'll, I'll be taking. I'll, I can see myself taking this um, Italian definitely. Cool. And by the way, I just got pinged up by the chat calling me out for saying there's only uh, there's actually four mega targets. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, technically, <laughs> yes, technically there is four. The bone grinder is uh, is is a part of this army. However, in my opinion, uh, it's now no longer worth taking. Previously, no. it was because it has six inch pile in, which was pretty sweet. Now they've removed the six inch pile in. I think I'm better off taking a gatebreaker. Uh, yeah. But I will do an analysis with Ash McEwen uh, later when the FAQ comes out on the Sons of Behemat. So, um, but they don't even exist. They might as well not even be in the book, um, <laughs> which is a royal shame because I've got Forge World money to spend and that was going to be one of the things. Uh, let's talk about your first list. So list number one, uh, it's called I Like Big Butts. And I don't know why. Um, we've got it's a three-drop list. Um, it's and by the way, I'm assuming this is in this is not updated yet in uh, in War Scroll Builder, which is why it's no, tech. No, yeah, so yeah. anyone who's going to a tournament, you may need to advise your tournament organizer that it's currently not in War Scroll Builder. But what you're going to get uh, for your three drops, I like big butts, is um, your leaders is going to be the uh, the Dank Dame. So I imagine yep. that is troll your Dank Hole yep, your, yep. your Troll Hag. Uh, she is kitted out with the artifact of the Aether Quartz Studded Hide, which is what you have to take um, by going with the Mega Mob. You have your Dank Hole Trog Boss, which is the general, the command trait of the Shepherd of the Idiot Destruction. We know that. That's the four yep. plus. Uh, yep. Uh, we have also then got the Fungoid Cave Shaman uh, coming in with the spell of Hand of Gork. Uh, yes, in addition yes. to all of this, you've got your battle line of six fell water, six fell water, three fell water, six rock gut. 
you've also got the stomping mega mob and we do have the scuttle tide and the arachna cauldron endless spells so let's go to the top here let's talk a little bit about some of your leader choices we, yep. we've been screaming the praises of to the heavens of the troll hag um, yep. For me, is just an absolute winner. Um, she is not a combat beat stick. I never throw yep. her into combat thinking that she's a more crusher, but she's an awesome utility piece. Yes. Talk yeah. to me about some of your leader choices and why you've kitted them out the way you've kitted them out. So yeah, so obviously you have to have you have to take the Dankhold Trog boss as a general to make your Fellwater and Rock Guts battle line. So standard Trog bosses in every single list. But the Dank the Dank Dame, as I call her, she's first on the board because she has to take that Aether Court Studded Hide. So that obviously gives her the extra five up against mortal wounds. Now, so again, she's going to be a, sort of a hold-up unit. She's a wizard, a one-cast wizard. Um, you know, she, if she, the Retina Cauldron at the bottom, she can couple with that. So for me, in this list, I'll be looking to utilize the Fungoid Cave Shaman. I'll be giving the... Um, I'll be giving a bit of sorcery to the Dank Dame. I'll be hand a gorkina into you know enemy territory or off to an objective that I want to hold or, or try and capture. Um, she's you know a four up. She's ignoring spells. Or a five up more against mortal wounds. She's ignoring sixteen wounds. D six heals a, a turn. Um, again, as we've mentioned, she can come through the loon shrine on a four up. So she's like sort of a sort of uh, a bait. You know, I'm going to throw this big model that could got all these things that can make her very resilient, and you've got to deal with her. So, and then obviously my Dankhold Trog boss will follow up. He's got, um, you know, the Glowy Housey on a four up, ignores wounds and mortal wounds. Obviously on a one, he eats it, but, you know, hopefully we don't roll them ones. And then he's sort of, you know, he's coming up with the six foul waters, um, you know, them units of six foul waters, six foul waters, six rock guts. The three fell water. The three fell waters for me is like a little runaway unit. So I'm not really bothered about them. Obviously, if they die, they can come back on a four up, but they can go off and just do go and claim objectives if I need them to. The six fell waters there for like, you know, going up and, and bullying something with their with their shoot with their vomit attacks. The six rock guts there to go and punch something if I need if there's something scary on the board that comes, you know, gets summoned or Know, comes back or is is quite scary to me, so he'll go off and bully that with their five shrug save, and everything. Obviously, then is you know with their extra heals on the three up, it's it's quite resilient now. So you know the, the fungal cave shaman on a four up, he gets CPs. So yeah, as I say, you're CP hungry. So you got your cave shaman getting a four up, your danghold trog boss on a four up. You've got a command point for the for the uh, battalion. You've got a command point for the turn. So yeah, so you you're generating these CPs and it's you know the stomping mega mob is making me go a three drop because I've got the fungoid and the and the hag, but then everything else you know I'm, I can drop down as one I can part drop. So yeah, it's it's you know I, I can elect to go you know hopefully go elect to go first. I don't think a majority of lists nowadays are quite are around about four drops, four or five drops. So being a three drop, you know I'm I'm out dropping those guys. So. I've got, I've got, I've got a decision. You know, I can, I can say, right, you know, I can go for the double turn, rather than, you know, majority of the games I've played with this army, I've been playing this army for over a year now. The majority of the time, I'm, I've been told to go first, and you know, you, you sort of move up a bit, but then you're getting it's spelled and shot and all sorts, and so yeah, it's, it really gives you like a sort of a, a foothold early doors in the game. 
And it's say so with the with the with the Scott Tide, the Scott Tide is an absolutely amazing spell. You know, it's it's broad wide next to a train piece. Um, and it, it can sort of block off areas, block off routes to you. So again, if you throw the dank dame up, you can sort of protect her with the Scott Tide. Uh, so if those who don't know, Scott Tide is um is, is quite a large spell, but it's a six dice, any five that per mortal wounds. And it it's it's really um people have played hate it because it's such a because it's such a large long piece. It's about six inches in yeah. diameter in length, and the reason for that is, uh, and I, I love this spell as a kids player. It is my absolute yeah, go to. Yeah. Never build a list without it because um, you set it up anywhere on the table, uh, yeah. so long as it's within one inch of a terrain piece. So yeah. Basically, it has to be within six inches of a terrain piece in full. And basically, as long as you're within, uh, with it, as long as you're within an inch of a terrain, you adhere to the rules. So it's really cool to uh, to screen up and and deny a unit who uh, who may be advancing. You could kind of block their advance off yeah. or yeah. make it go around and and do some damage as well. Um, yeah, you've got and you've it's got thirty a, points. It's thirty points. Thirty points. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, how it's going to be that whether it gets an increase. I can see getting an increase, but for for now, thirty points is great. And as you say, you know, then then your opponent who sets that you know, that fast. Cavalry or something front line is going to come at you. I'm going to steal that Scott Tide in front of you, and you've got to go around it. You know, got Trek, you know, stick it in front of him. He's not going to charge, he's not going to run forward. You've got to go around it. Just it just delays you. It just, you know, delays them a turn for getting around that Scott Tide. And every time they move around it or within six inches of it, five at mortal, you know, six dice, five more wounds, and he just chips away, chips away, chips away. And yeah, everyone that I've played with it hates it. And then there's and then the other one is a Ratna Cauldron. So it goes with a hag. So she gets an extra spell with it. So then she becomes like a two cast wizard. Um and then she if uh, anything within three within three inches, I think, of it, um takes D3 mortal wounds. So the, the hag can take it because obviously she's got this five up ignore now she's got these five up ignore mortal wounds from the uh the hide. She's obviously got these 16 wounds that regenerate, but you know, if she's in combat, you can elect for the enemy to take the D3 mortal wounds. So yeah, if the enemy's taking D3 mortal wounds from the cauldron, then um, yeah, she's doing her vomit attacks, she's doing her staff attacks, uh, big sweaty boob attacks. Um, yeah, she's yeah, it's it's an extra bit of things that can just chip away at units. So and again, 40 and points is 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 quite cheap, I think so. And I'll also say with the cauldron as well, there's a, it's important to work on the sequence of your hero phase. So um, I always get really excited to heal my wizard, like the very first thing that I do. Um, but actually what you want to do is you want to, you know, take advantage of the arachna cauldron because yeah. basically um, the cauldron itself, the story behind it is it basically like eats things, right? And that's how it's kind of powered up. And, you know, you, Basically, if there's nothing to eat, uh, if there's no other units around the troll hag, for example, then it's going to eat itself. And so it's going to start eating the, the troll hag or whoever casts it, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if that's the case and you don't have any any any, any enemies or any of your units near the, tr the cauldron, um, the troll hag will take damage. So take the damage first, then roll the heal, as opposed to rolling yeah. the heal and then forgetting about the yeah, damage and yeah. then the damage and then, you, you know, you could have... You could still be at full strength, or you know, you could mitigate some of that damage. Yeah, definitely. And as as I forty k will mentions there in the chat, comes part of the model as well. So yes. if if she if she dies, obviously the, the cauldron goes. 
but as you say, the, the cauldron becomes part of the model. So it makes a chart, you know, if you're nine inches away, actually you're not because the cauldron is part of the model. So you're actually quite close. So the, the charge is, is less. So you're having to roll, you know, you're not having to roll nines and things like that. One, one little tactic I used to love to do as well is I would use Hand of Gork on the Troll Hag really early because she can she can survive, she can hold her own. She doesn't need any support. She she ain't need no man to help her. She absolutely just set and forget. Um, but what she, what's really cool as well is her vomit attack is longer than... Yeah, so you, yeah. if you, you Hand of Gork your Troll Hag, it has to be outside of nine inches from your enemy, right? But her vomit is 10. And her vomit, for me at least anyway, has always been the, the primary damage dealer. So yeah. I could I could throw her up on the board, um, be, be 12 inches so close to her spell, which is the minus one to hit spell. Then I could vomit. And if she fails her charge and I don't want to use a CP, cool. I don't yeah. need her in combat. She's done her damage. Um, or I could be going up there and then casting another endless spell uh, in the middle of, of the enemy um, as opposed to, like, you know, Mork's Mighty Mushroom or some type of Geminids or something, some damage dealer in the centre where in turn one I wouldn't have been in range where... Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, so, there's, there's, there's that thing where, yeah, if you hand a Gorg, say, a Rock Gut unit or Fell Ward unit and they fail that nine inches, they're, they're stuck in the wind and then you, you're thinking, oh, geez, you know, they're going to absolutely get absolutely hammered now. But with the, as you say, with the with the uh, the troll hag, and there's Adam Colgan in the uh, in the Trogos WhatsApp group, and he's a mad lad running two troll hags in his list, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely crazy. But what? Uh, what? Two two troll hags, yeah, he loves them. So uh, yeah, so but yeah, for one for three eighty points, I think just one's one's good enough. But as you say, that ten nine inch nine inches away from the enemy and then you're thinking right i need to make the nine inch charge but actually the troll has got a 10 inch shooting attack and it's six you know six attacks six attacks and she's hitting on threes wound on threes minus two d3 damage a pop so yeah so she's she can at least you know you, you hand a gork her up and then she can at least do something in that turn you're not hoping that she's going to get that nine inch charge Okay, if she deals damage, you know, people might be removed the front line, so the charge is even longer. But if you've got that cauldron, you know, you you still, you know, you probably, yeah, sneaky, sneaky. Gets, yeah, so uh, there you go, there you go. <laughs> so so uh, throw the troll hag up, cast the cauldron, you get yourself an inch or two, uh, and you've yeah. made a nine inch charge, a seven inch charge for a technicality. I like it. A uh, couple of quick things from this list before we move into the other list. Yep. Um, one, would you swap out these endless spells for any other endless spells? Uh, so there's 70 points there. So um, the Scott of Tide for me is, is in every single list. It's, it's absolutely amazing. But if I were to take the two out, then you could probably think of, you know, Geminids maybe. You know, obviously the Troll Hag is, has been hit with the GHB changes because obviously you've lost the Realm Artifacts. So I used to use the um, the, the uh, Glute Griffith Charm to make a minus two two in combat. Then with her with her spell, she's minus three. With um, you know Gemini's, she's minus four. So she's now minus one as as a, as a normal foul water. So I have removed her from the list, but with these rules and these artifacts, she's now got to replace back in. But yeah, there's Gemini's that you can throw out. You know. Again, she can be minus two in combat. 
depending on if you get the you know the units and things like that. So that's possibly one. You know, there's possibly a space for burning head. Um, so again, there's you know burning head allows you to reroll ones in combat, or um, reroll ones to hit. Sorry. So as I, as I mentioned earlier on, where where you've got this. Um, We've got the chef, the um, oblivious to sorcery, where you're spending the command point to make things a four up, ignore magic, and you might not have enough CPs to get that wholly within 18 of your rerolled ones to hit, or your um, or the uh, trait within the JHB. You got your burning head, so you got your reroll ones to hit within a certain range of the burning head to allow you to reroll ones to hit. That's, that's those are the only possible ones there, but Skull Tide and Ratna Cauldron definitely in this list for me. Do you measure the? I'm I, I can't remember the exact wording on the Arachna Cauldron. It's been a while, but the Trollhag Vomit would also come off the Arachna Cauldron measurement, right? Um, or is it not? Like I'd have to. I'd actually. I'd have to bring yeah, up the I think War Scroll. So don't, yeah, I think so. don't rage at us if we're wrong. We don't have the War Scroll right in front of us, but just from memory, if it counts towards the model. Then, yeah. So I mean, well, yeah. The, so the troll has got a ten-inch range, and the Ratna Cauldron. I do have the Bloom Spot Gits book here, actually. So the Ratna Cauldron. Um, so it's if it's not dispelled, the the cast and the, the Ratna Cauldron are treated as being a single model. So um, so yeah. So uh, yeah. If you if you've um, as uh, Will again there says that uh, you could you could probably measure that ten-inch from that from that Ratna Cauldron. And as you say, yeah, you can you can get over that screen, get them little little three, you know five wound heroes that are sitting at the back. But if you cast the cauldron before you teleported, then that cauldron would have to be outside of nine because it's part. So the yeah. trick would be to teleport with the the troll hag without the cauldron, then cast the cauldron. Then yeah. you've you've kind of jumped a couple of inches. That's yeah, um, yeah. I like it. I, I see a world where you potentially split this out because you can have up to three to nine yeah, troll yeah, yeah. units. Yeah, so, so I, yeah, sorry, sorry, coach. I was just going to say, if there's a world where you would prefer to have lots of small units as opposed to large units, um, yeah. you absolutely can do it and it doesn't change the drops. The only thing that would really change is the regeneration. So, yeah, um, it means if you brought back, uh, if you split them into units of three, it means you're really only bringing, or you're bringing back two actually. So, yeah, um, so, was, uh, so in February, I went to Sheffield Slaughter and I uh, had, took a list which was an MSU list. Uh, my reasoning for that was each was new on the scene, and I was worried about uh, you know sort of flamers just smashing apart massive units. So I just took units of three. So, but this one here with coming through the loon shrine, yeah. So the, six, the units of six fell waters, you go down to three coming back. But if you took mass units, MSU units, or, or multiple small units of threes, you bring them back twos. So you're not sort of, you know, you're losing a little bit of output. The only thing with MSU I found is if you need to smash something up, you're lacking a little bit because you lose a bit of punch. Mm. So you're losing a bit of punch. In, you know, the Fellwalls are quite good because they've got four attacks each. But in a rock gut unit of threes, you know, you have two attacks each. And if you don't have that reroll once to hit and you don't, you roll one or twos, you're, you're losing out on an output. So 
there might be a world where you split one of the units up, but yeah. uh, but you know, long story short, however you break it up, I think the cool thing is it still remains at the three drops. Yeah. Uh, it still remains the same. You know, season to taste. This is Stuart's list. This is not the silver bullet list. This is just an example of putting this all into practice. If you don't have a troll hag, you don't want to spend the money on Forge World. Uh, get get yourself a double fungoid cave shaman to get some extra command yeah, points. Yeah. You know, put some more points into your general trogoths um there's a whole bunch of flexibility here but this is just one cool example that i really like um kind of has the best of trogs here yeah, yeah definitely yeah yeah it's, it's, it's a good list yeah well, actually yeah. like just just a thought as well if you were gonna um if you weren't gonna take a troll hag and you had like the arachnorock cauldron if you had something like record cauldron if you had the arachnorock the the the, uh, the shaman yeah. on the spider yeah. that could be a, a supplement as well very similar yeah, it's yeah. a minus one hit um uh it gets a, a benefit actually by casting the arachnor cauldron as well so yeah yeah the arachnorock uh web spawn arachnorock yeah i say that's that's one that's hasn't really lost that extra um minus one so you have the you have the um, the headdress of many eyes, I think it is. Uh, give that the artifact. Obviously, you'll have to take the the hide onto the trog boss, so that's yeah. a bit of a, a downside. But another massive big pie plate. So you know, you cast the minus one to hit within twelve. So that's minus two to hit, and then as I say, you start to stack the minus minuses to hit again. So again, the Ratna Cauldron. You know, they're getting pluses because they're spiders to cast things, and so yeah. So again, that you can start. Mixing and matching, that's yeah. what's great about the Gloom Spike Gits book is you can start piecemealing anything. You, know, you need to, you know, have a trash screen, put some grots in or some squigs in. You need something to hit hard, put the trogs in. You know, you've got webs, you know, cast, it's a two cast uh, wizard as well, you know, but, but yeah, this is trogs and trogs are the bestest and we don't care about silly squigs and stupid grots and all that stuff. So <laughs> I feel like you have an aff uh, Amazon affiliate link for trog, uh, trog princesses because <laughs> if you don't own one, you should go buy one. Um, uh, now yeah, that you've talked about someone well. owning two, I'm now questioning my life decisions of only owning one. Uh, <laughs> you also have 20 points as well. So if you do want to yeah, uh, swap yeah. things out, if you want to uh, drop Scuttle Titan or Arachnorock Cauldron, get yourself, I don't know, Soul Scream. Oh, no, Soul Scream, Soul Scream Bridge went up. 100, 100 points now. Yeah, at, at 80 points, you could, that'd be awesome to throw it up. But then I just yeah. remembered, oh, wait, it's gone up. But get yourself Geminis, get yourself Cogs if you want to get some additional well, movement. Yeah, that's another one of Cogs. So, you know, you can, you can ensure the charge, plus two to charge on the Cogs. You know, you, you're in, plus you, your Cauldron range, plus two to charge. You know, you, you, you're rolling a small dice to get that charge in, so pretty good pretty good and again seasons of taste do what you want to do uh flip it out how you want to do it you're a big fan of uh of fell waters go all yeah. fell waters if you don't want to go all rock guards do what you want to do but it's just an example guys uh the second list we've got is all the cps i wonder what this is about it is a three, <laughs> it is a three drop list uh, yeah. i do like the little bonus commentary here Bon uh, potential for four cps in turn one or five if there's commanding terrain Oh man, there's some pretty sweet numbers, um, and, and it's important as well for some of these because you know we do have some Lumineth builds that do require you to spend two command points for the price yeah, of one. Exactly. So, yeah. so having that extra, it, it could be quite worthwhile. Some people might think five or four is excessive in turn one. Actually, depending on some of the lists, it might actually be worthwhile. So, what have you got for your three drops uh, here? So we've got, much, yeah. So okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, I, I'll, I'll read <laughs> it out just for, for anyone who listens to this on the podcast, uh, and then you can give me your insights as normal. 
which is awesome. Very, very insightful you asked you. That's why we get you back here. That's why we pay you the big bucks to retain you from being stolen by Warhammer Weekly. Uh, yeah, checks in the mail. I'm sure COVID's just... Uh, <laughs> Delaying it, delaying the big the big checks, uh, the content created checks that we all get. So, <laughs> from a leader's point of view, the Dankold Trog boss, which is the general command trait, is the shepherd of idiotic destruction. The artifact is the Aether Quartz studded hide. So, the stuff yeah. that has to come through the Mega Mob. Yes. Got a fungoid cave shaman with the hand of Gork, same kid out as the last list. We've got a madcap shaman, so no trog, trog princess, but we do have a madcap shaman. Comes with itching nuisance, the spell, and it comes for the with the moon face moment. Uh, the artifact, love that artifact. Uh, absolutely love it. Um, you do get some battle line options, and they are your nine rock gut trogoth, six fell water, uh, six fell water, three fell water, three fell water. You've got it under the battalion. You've got two battalion. You, you, you've got the battalion in both of your your lists. Do you, yeah. do you see a world where you wouldn't take the battalion, or is it just like an auto include if you're going if you're going trog heavy? Again, truck heavy. I mean, I've, for the past year, I've not run a battalion at all. I think I've tr tried the truck herd probably twice, and it was just it just failed flat. So yeah, the 160 points, I say it's come down from the 170 points or original 180 points of truck herd. But for 160 points again, you're looking at three fell waters, you know, three rock, extra three rock guts. So there's 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 areas where you probably think, no, I'm not going to take the the battalion. But I think this stomping mega mob. The rules that come with the, the fact that you can now retreat, charge, shoot, you know, it gives you an extra artifact, gives you an extra CP. I think I'll be taking this all the time now. Obviously, if I the drop the drop as well, you know, you're dropping three, three drop. It's, it's too good to not probably take now. If I wasn't going all in, because I guess I, I, I'm trying to think of a world where I wouldn't take this battalion. And I think for me, if I was doing a 50-50 blend, so if I had half trogs and some squigs or some yeah, drops or whatever yeah. it might be, um, I wouldn't take it. But then I would ask myself, am I better off going under like another allegiance? Am I, am I better off just being under yeah. the Gits allegiance and bringing back Gits as opposed to trolls? Um, but probably out, other than that, if you're going in a build where it's like 80%, 70% trogs and you are taking these fell waters, the, you're taking your dank holds, you're taking your rock guts, um, if you're going a very heavy trog build, this is an auto-include. Yeah, take it, take yeah. it, take it. Um, if it's 50-50, no, yeah. and maybe don't go mega mob. Yeah, if, if you're, I say, yeah, if, if you're taking a, a mixture of gloops by gits, you know, squigs, grots, spiders, and a bit of trolls. You know, I know Nathan Prescott, as you mentioned, he's quite. He take, takes a, a mixture of, of of everything, you know, just to, and they all obviously benefit each other. But I am trogs through and through. Obviously, a couple of fun, you know, fungoid here and there, or a madcap here and there, because. You know, that's why like, I said. Just, you know, that's why I said seventy, eighty percent. Yeah, like, yeah. Honestly, trogs. Then you take the battalion. But yeah. for me, because I, I do that as well, I'll take a mixture of gits and squigs, or gits yeah. and um, trolls. I don't see I don't see the benefits in going mega mob. Um, no. It's just yeah. it's not worth it in regards to what I have to take. But um, but for someone who's going mostly trog, seventy percent, eighty percent, and maybe Definitely. pulling in something else from from the side, then um, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. I definitely take this mega mob battalion now. I say you know the the, the hag is the only only trogoth wizard that we've got. I'm trying to petition GW. Uh, I'm on to Ben Johnson all the time, trying to make Molog a wizard. 
because I think that would be a good, great little place for him. But Molog is is um, on the shelf. He doesn't have a role for me at the moment. But um, I think with with his little minions, I think he's ideal for a wizard. I think you know if you make him a wizard, give his little minions, you know, give him like you know, squeeze a bat squig or make him fly away. Gives him plus one to cast or gives him a spell or something. Or you know, I think that's you know that's quite cool rules. But at the moment, yeah, he's uh, the Trog Haggis is the only wizard. But the the you know the Hand of Gore, Kitchen Nuisance, things like you know the Web Spinner with its um, with the sneaky distraction, you know, they're great utility spells that uh, really lend themselves to trogs, you know, making things like fight last in the combat phase or, you know, a minus one to hit bubble or, you know, the, the teleportation hand of Gork is, you know, even if you're, you know, turn five, you're down, there's not many things on the board, throwing a random hand of Gork to go and get a, a an enemy objective can win you the game. And it has done on, on many occasions for me. And they don't, you know, you can cast on his, the fungal can cast on himself. You know, you're not teleporting them rock guts or fell waters. I'm going to send a fungal off. And no one, you know, people aren't thinking about that. So you can win your games, that that spell. So, yeah, so a couple of wizards for me are, are always in the list. I know for me, um, maybe an alternative to the, the madcap shaman um, is the web spinner shaman. So yeah, there's yeah. the, the spider version. And while you can't take the Moonface Moment, which is an awesome artifact that uh, minus one to armor save and something else, like you declare it at the start of combat and it's like minus one armor save. Yeah, it's, it's minus one to save within. Yes. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's worded within 12, not wholly within 12. So you're not. So a number of obviously these rules and the new uh, battle tomes are wholly within, <clears throat> but the moon, moon face mummy is within twelve. So you can just click, you know keep someone's big toe. Then for instance, and that unit's now minus one to minus one to save. So when you're punching through, you know instead of like ren one, you effectively ren two, or you know you ren two effectively ren three. So yeah, you you're really smashing face. So the, the the itchy nuisance makes your opponent fight last, which is very very cool. It's going to mean that um, you know mm -hmm. you're going to potentially take less damage because you get to fight uh, a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, my alternative build here would be the uh, instead of having the Mad Cup Shaman, I'd have that Web Spinner. And there's a cool spell in there called uh, Sneaky Distraction, which causes another minus one to hit when it's within 12. So yeah. um, with the natural minus one to hit within the Trogoths, then another minus one to hit. Uh, if you had a Trogoth had, they could also cast a minus one. Yeah. So you could be running around with up to minus three, uh, just straight up, just unhittable unless you're hitting on sixes. Uh, six yeah, is always yeah. Ones always fail, but uh, making it super hard. And then you've got the ability to absorb mortal wounds. You've got the ability to regenerate. So it just makes you this absolutely unmovable force uh, and just someone who just, just can soak up so much damage. And then if they kill you, cool, I'm, I can regenerate on a four yeah, plus four up, back, back in the Loon Shrine. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. This is sort of, again, this, li this list, again, you know, you, as I mentioned, you, you get the CPs, early doors. As you mentioned with Lumineth, making your cast use two CPs for, for abilities, but you know, the, the 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 background of this list again is, is pretty similar to the to the Hag list. Them nine rock trogoths, throw them forward, you know, put on the um, put on the oblivious of sorcery so they're immune to spells on spells and then the spells on a four up, throw them forward with a hand of gork, you know, um, and then they're they're causing carnage. They are causing absolute carnage. If they if they get in, 
of you know they're they're standing around with their five foot shrug save, four up ignoring wounds. And then yeah, then your six felt, you know, your six firewater units, your three little threes that run off and get objectives here and there. You know, they're just you know moving up the board slowly while all of a sudden your your opponent is having to focus on their nine rockets and they have to get rid of them because they will absolutely decimate. They will nine rockets, if they roll well, they are taking a mega gargant down in, in one. You know, so you know, then minus two, they're two attacks each. You can't ignore. You can't ignore nine rockets. They are. They are absolutely smashing anything that they want to. So yeah. So it's just a, a distraction piece or a little bait piece. I throw them forward. You know, even throughout fell waters, I might want nine rockets to go off. Throw six fell waters back forward. But if them nine rockets are up there, they get destroyed, and they'll be standing around for a while with them. They believe it's a sorcery, and they're five up shrug save. If they if they die, five are coming back on a four up. And, and then again, still, again yeah. it's just rinse and repeat, you know. Again, hand of gore come off and they're causing carnage again. So yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I love it. Um, and it's very trog-like. And again, you know, we've talked about this season for taste, do what you want to do. Yeah, get yourself, you know, swap out these two endless spells, get yourself some cogs, get yourself um, you know, some damage dealers, get yourself some debuff piece, get yourself yeah. like what, whatever you want to do. Uh, if you want to take an extra CP as opposed to taking an endless yeah. spell, um, whatever you, whatever you think is, is, is good, but, uh, know that, you know, this is again, you know, if you want to do more, if you want to do some dank, hole, dank hole. Yeah. The, the other, yeah, I never yeah. really talk about them. It's, <laughs> for me, for me it's, it's, it's the fell waters or it's the rock yeah. guts. Like I, I think last video we talked about this. Like it's just I, I feel the the dank holes just are the the inferior cousin compared yeah, to the other. For me, some... Yeah, for me, they've they've come down in they've come down in price, 190 points now. But for me, I'll just take a dank hold trog boss. Because you yeah, you're losing a you're losing an attack, you're losing like a bit of abilities and stuff like that. But the dank hold trog boss for me, you know, I've I've been running a list with two dank hold trog bosses, so a bit like the, the hag list, so you can put one with the, with the glow house it on a four up ignores wounds and mortal wounds, one on a five up ignores mortal wounds, and then you've you've that's two there that's 500 points in those two, so you're not you've still got the extra 130 points from the from the hag 130 points, then you can you know, you know, not have an endless spell in there, and you can get three more fell waters or three more rockets. So again, you're just using. Just loads and loads of MSU units or big bully units to, to go up and just flood board space and you know keep board space around there. So yeah, a couple of bad Dan Cold Trog bosses. I don't see it. Dan Cold Trogos. I mean, again, Adam Colgan runs three a unit of three Dan Cold Trogos. Loves it. Skulls, you know, bridging them or hand of gorking them, causing damage. I've I've tried it once. I said I'll try it once. I've used it once. But everything in the in the you know current met, meta again. Techlist, auto cast, auto and bind, not getting that spell off. You know, croak, auto and bind, not getting that spell off. And they're just a, a large objective holder, a 690 point objective holder. That's, and with, as I mentioned, it's a elite army. You, you need units there. And for 690 points or, or whatever, you know, whatever they are, you know, 100, 193 or off. But, um, it's just an expensive objective holder. You need them to do something. You need them spells to go off. And I'd rather have the foul waters, the rockets to go and do that. I think right now you are, and 
the age of reliable magic is over yeah. unless yeah. you have the supercasters, unless you have uh, a plus two, a plus three. Even if yeah. you got to deployment with arcane terrain, I think it's just not enough right now. So magic is a bonus. It's not a strategy unless you are techless croak, lot of change, yeah. hollow heart, some type of uh, reliable reliable magic. And it's it's basically the battle of the supercaster. If you're not yeah. a supercaster, magic is a nice to have. And I think you're right. Going for something like the the bridge or the the bringy dingy boat or some type of yeah. other magic is a nice to have as opposed to a reliable strategy, put things on a bridge, teleport them up, do this, do this, do this. It's, it's, it's becoming too hard. Yeah. Um, I know, I know when we last spoke a couple of months ago, I asked you the question around, you know, like, like what have you learned playing with them? And, you know, like, you know, and, and we've been able to get your experience through this discussion as well. And again, I highly recommend people go watch that other video uh, that wasn't that long ago. The points exactly. have slightly changed since that video, but the, the core of the discussion, actually things yeah. have gone down, if anything. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But I guess the question that I've got to kind of bring the show home is how has the mega mob changed the way that you um, play the game? Has, has it changed your 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 play style i know you mentioned earlier um you you aren't using msu as you used to multiple small units by the way for anyone who doesn't know what msu is basically it means the minimum size so if you can buy units of three uh, a unit of three is msu a unit of six a unit of nine would not be msu so basically yeah. you're taking lots of small units has has the mega mob changed the way that you would play this game or play your list i think so yeah i mean as i say it's quite hard at the moment with everything on lockdown where you know for, uh, i haven't i've got tts a lot of people are playing tts a tabletop simulator for those who haven't heard of it before but so that's a good way of trolling lists and i think i will be booting up i've got tts i'll be booting up and giving this a whirl because you know, unfortunately where i am at the moment we're in lockdown and i can't get to my gaming club or can't get to events and things but definitely with the Glog Mega Mob, as I, as I mentioned, it's it's given me a more um, it's given me a, a foothold early doors. So beforehand, you know, I'd, I'd get you know I'd give a game, and, and majority of the time I'm going first. I'm being made to go first. So you know, I'd I'd you know get some spells off, or if I try to get some spells off, hand a go a couple of units, and then I'd be a reactionary force. So I'd wait. Whereas now I could be. I could make someone go and I could be a, you know, I could I could see what the opponent's doing and then I can sort of put my plan into action rather than be, you know, double turned or something like that. And, I'm, you know, as I say, with these heels now, you know, double turn, then I'm really fighting a losing battle. Whereas, like, in, in with the three up, it's a bit better. But I think with the glue, yeah, with the glue, with the glogs mega mob and, the, you know, the stomping, um, the stomp the stomping mega mob battalion more i think definitely i'm i'm not worrying about losing units well yeah as i say an elite elite army i'll throw them forward and i'll be like oh actually should, should i do that if they die that's them gone whereas now i'm like well, i could throw them back and okay it's a, it's a dice game yeah on a four up yeah. i'm getting them back it might not be but there's you know this, I'm not as worried about losing. Yeah, units I, I was going to say I'm not a I'm not a trog player. So I mean, like, when I say I'm not a trog player, I mean that I don't, I don't go all in on trogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So you tell me if I'm off the mark here, but I imagine if I was a trog player right now, the way I'm looking at this, and I was a trog player in the past, is I probably was a little bit cagey prior yeah, to these yeah. rules. I'm yeah. worried about being in range of people doing damage through mortal wounds. I'm worried at being in spellcaster range. I'm worried about um, being caught up because I'm such an elite force. I don't yeah. want my army tied up with crappy yeah, little yeah. units, and I'm yeah. worried about that. I feel like this allows me to be a little bit more aggressive because, one, I can move forward and with that that ignoring of spells and endless spells with a command point, it means that big block of nine rock guts could go up and uh, I'm a lot more safe. Um, yeah. With the plus one to my regeneration, it means that I can regenerate more so um, I can take on a little bit more damage knowing that uh, I'm going to regenerate. And also yeah. the ability to retreat and charge or retreat and shoot means that should I get tied up with that chaff, I'm out now able to reposition myself in combats that I want to be in as opposed to just fighting through and spending time trying to fight through rubbish when really I want to get into the juicy stuff um, and using things like the troll hag to or the, the moon face moment to bring down that armor, uh, do more damage to the, the, the two plus, the three plus, the four plus armor saves, yeah, uh, the yeah. heroes, the monsters, and... Um, and then you're right at the end, come back from the Loon Shrine and um, and uh, if, should I lose an elite model? Cool, I'll bring it back um, and have more bodies. So yeah, I think for me, it allows me to be, when I say aggressive, I don't mean stupid. I don't mean no, run no, up no. the board and be an idiot. But it does mean <laughs> that I don't have to be as cagey. I don't have, I don't have to be so worried because um, my, my people are elite and I don't want to make silly mistakes. So... That's how I interpret the rules. Yeah, as a yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah. As you say, yeah, you, you, you don't want to be stuck in combat. You know, I've played games where people are stacking minus to hits on me, and I'm, I'm stuck there for two, three, four turns trying to choose through stupid units. Where, yeah, you can, you know, retreat and charge, retreat and shoot, you know, bringing back model, bringing back units. You know, ignore, you know, say, ignoring magic now. You know, techless. You know, give you two of them, and crow give you two of them. No, it's it's you know it's you could be aggressive, you know, and it's yeah it's definitely beforehand yeah as you, as you mentioned you know, I'll be a bit more wary about what I'm going to do, where I'm going to go. I'm always thinking ahead. Yeah. Thinking, well, if I do this, what's going to happen? They're going to put that unit in now. Two three turns going to chew through that, or oh, I'm going to get battered by spells next hero phase. Whereas now I'm a bit more like well, actually if I get battered and I've got the four up, I've got a chance. I've got a chance. It's, it's a dice game. But yeah, I might roll ones, two, threes, but on the four up, I'm ignoring that spell. You know, then you know, Zeech and all, you know, Crow can doing all their more doing their mortal wounds. There's a chance I could pass them, and a chance that you know, I can go and laugh and run off and yeah, artifact five plus mortal wound save as well. So yeah. I think again, uh, I, I think the confidence though comes from the command points. So yeah. any way that you can get additional command points, I would highly recommend. So the battalion is obviously one. Maybe you want to spend 50 points instead of art on endless spells. Maybe yeah. you put in an extra command point. If you see commanding terrain on the table, go for the commanding terrain yeah. if it's your choice. Um, maybe you go for double fungoid cave shaman if you don't go a troll hag. So again, on that four plus, get yourself a command point. So by having that that arsenal of command points, when it comes to turn two, three, four, which is really that thick of the battle, um, you've got command points to burn yeah, yeah, yeah. to, yeah. to uh, reroll ones to hit to be able to 
ignore the the spells in the thick of things. So yeah, Bowshock um, Immunity. If you're up there, they're under the board. Yeah, obviously you're under under the moon. You get extra command points. Yeah, it's yeah. I say it's it's hungry, but those say the MCPs are worth the weight in gold. So you really they are, to be able to ignore spells and endless spell effects on a four plus um, is just is brilliant. And again, like that big not, block of nine rock guts put themselves a uh, re-rolling ones to hit, and the value that you get from that CP is exponential. And one endless spell is not going to give you the value that those re-rolling ones to hit would bring. Yeah. So that to me would be the confidence build. So the more I can, the, the, as quick as I can get command points, um, the more confident I would be, so that I could fight my way through the battle. Yeah, I think that, that that second list that you shared, the CP list, is, is a list I'm very much leaning to. The nine rock gut list. That I definitely that's the one I'm going to be trying out. And you know, there might be little tweaks and here and there. Obviously through you know testing the list and things like that. Obviously the hag's great, 380 points. So so you think you know as you say fungoid cave shaman for 90 points extra CPs. You know everyone everyone forgets that four mortal wound save he's got. You know, everyone forgets it, and he's he's, he's held objectives for me. He's me. been a, absolute, me. absolute. <laughs> he's been an absolute like a, a little roadblock. Throw him in between twenty, all uh, uh, twenty, and he's staying there. It just stops him from a turn of getting onto that objective or or something like that. But extra. And people always also forget that he has a he has a once per game eats a mushroom yeah. double caster yep. as well. So yeah, um, that could be quite handy. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Trog boss, Stu, you have been incredible as always. Is there any final thoughts, any closing comments that you want to share before we kind of bring this home? I think, as I say, I think there's um, there's a few of us Trog bosses in the WhatsApp group that are definitely very, very excited about these new rules. And I think just I think gives people uh, hopefully hopefully aspiring other Trog bosses in the world to experience Trogs. Absolutely fun. And great army to play, you know. Just experience it. The the rules are great, um, and yeah, just you know, I'm I'm excited to hopefully get 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 gaming soon again with my club. Um, seeing all my mates across the table, having sharing a few beers and throwing um, some dice, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to trying these out. So. Is there any way that people can get the WhatsApp link? I'm not going to put it. I'm not going to put it here because bots will find it and then they'll yeah, infiltrate yeah, the is, WhatsApp yeah. group. So I'll, I'll never put it in. As much as I would normally say, "Hey, go check out the Facebook group," you know, links below. Yeah, yeah. I won't put a WhatsApp group because it'll get spammed with bots. But if people wanted to get invited, Trog, how do I? How do I get invited to this? Well, awesome WhatsApp say, there's a. You can message me on Twitter. So I think my Twitter handles down here. It is actually yeah, and below. Yeah, so message me on Twitter. Um, I say um, there's a Facebook group as well. But yeah, Twitter's uh, the the WhatsApp group is where all our crazy ideas are coming from. And uh, you know we're you know there's Peter, there's Adam, Tim, myself. Um, yeah, we're just back passing ideas back and forth and yeah we're making trogs the bestest so uh yeah so donald taylor if you're out there grots are, are, are stupid and um yeah so uh i'll see you across the the table one one day and we'll uh, although to be help. fair to be fair i'm i'm now i've gone all in on gargan so um okay, well, there you go. So i'm the biggest and the bestest i have and... got a gargan so whether it comes a tro giant trog off we'll have to wait and see but um 
Yeah, I've got sorry. three mega gargants. I'm thinking about four. So despite the Australian dollar <laughs> redo, uh, I'm I'm already leaning on my fourth one. So yeah. uh, but, very uh, exciting. Yeah, but, yeah, I say I hope everyone out there is uh, keeping safe and hopefully we'll get to roll dice soon. And um, yeah, share a few beers while trucks take it, take tournaments out. Uh, that, that'd be awesome, except for, for Gargans, because we know that they are 5-0. and uh, <laughs> Ignore what the internet says. Yeah, no, yeah, look, yeah. Who, who knows what Gargans are going to do, especially because an FAQ is coming up. But, hey, yeah. this is not the Gargans show. This is oh. the Trog show. Oh, yeah. uh, this is the Glogs Mega Mob show. I think we have really dissected the Mega Mob uh, from White Dwarf 457. So uh, if you want these rules, they are match play legal. Uh, they are going to bring in your troll hag from Forge World. They can be used in tournaments during the season of General's Handbook 2020. We don't know what 2021 looks like. So uh, obviously come to that bridge when it when it happens. Yeah. Uh, but Stu, a.k.a. Trog Boss, this has always been insightful and pleasurable. If you enjoyed it, make sure to smash the like button. If you have a list, I'm sure Stu would love to see it. I'm yeah. sure we would like to see it. So comment or post it on Twitter. His Twitter is... Is down below so let's talk trogs with Stu and the community Stu, once again thank you very much for your Coach, time thank you very much, mate. i'm gonna get breakfast go walk the dog uh it is early o'clock in australia so thanks everybody appreciate it everyone who hung out with us today mate how good was that video surely it's going to go straight to the pool room if you enjoyed that video i would appreciate it if you crush that like button and if you have an opinion leave it in the comment section that lets YouTube know it's a great video and it should share it with other Age of Sigmar players. Cheers to all the bloody legends here on the screen who have financially supported AOS Coach on Patreon on YouTube members. Their contributions have helped me improve the quality, frequency, and the variety of content on this channel. So cheers guys, you are bloody legends. Until the next video, don't forget to shoot the heroes and have a good one.